like to welcome everybody to the Coaches in the Mouth. Coach Jeff Williams here along with Bray Cook. The Mouth's out on a, uh assignment this week again. I think he's out looking for the uh, the offensive line thing you guys have been passing along. <laughs> they, he's looking for the night. They're looking for looking the, the night. night. I believe the Mouth's out looking for the night and yes. everything. Well, Bray, let's get into it. And I, I talked to the Mouth uh, on the phone a little bit. What was your takeaway? We got first week in Western Carolina with the Hogs. Uh, you know, when kind of what everybody expected, mm-hmm. what, 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 what was your takeaway from it? Uh, biggest takeaway from me was, you know, KJ, uh, he, he looks the part again, you know, people are concerned about weight and I think it's, it's, uh, it's awesome. Dude's a tank back there. I mean, kids are bouncing off of him <laughs> in the backfield. Uh, uh, it looks great. Um, I'm really excited for him. Well, one thing you keep hearing is, 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 you know, oh, you know, so we're kind of worried about our offensive line a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. we didn't you know, hand it off and make 50 yards every play. I mean, and that's kind of the expectations a lot of sure. times going into those games. But, and I think something coach Pittman said in his press conference was, you know, we could have scored a lot early mm-hmm. and, you know, they stacked the box they put everybody in there and they probably, probably Arkansas probably could have threw it over the top of their head five times in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. Didn't do it trying to get work in. And I thought it was a great job of getting that work, getting that game shape in. Hey, we know they're stacking in. We're going to chip away and get her two or three. You miss a tackle, we'll break one. We'll we'll convert on third down. Didn't show a lot, but just got back the fundamentals. And we had a couple. You know, had a guy out playing for the offensive line also. But I thought, you know, overall, you know, I thought KJ looked good there, bouncing off of it. Receivers caught the ball well. Obviously, and I, I thought it was consistent plays. Running backs look good, pretty much injury free. Looks like Rockets got a little bit sore knee, might not play this week. I thought defensive line wise, which we've been talking about in preseason, mm-hmm. was was just dominant. And I, they've got a lot of depth there. Secondary looked good. Linebackers look good. And I wish the mouth was here. The special teams yes. look good. Yes. And so I thought everything went as well as you know what what you expected this week going into the Kent State. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kind of a same situation. They get throttled by, by by Central Florida Saturday, and then now we're back at home and in Fayetteville, the home opener in Fayetteville. Mm-hmm. You know, do you think the plan's going to be pretty similar to what it was last week? Yeah, you'd imagine so. I mean, I mean, there's there's a bigger picture, right? Obviously, with last week's game, this week's game, uh, you're doing things offensively, you know, to set up for down the road. Um, and, and to find out truly what you're good at, um, and, and which players are meshing well together, and, and and that bigger picture, I think, is very important. Um, I think it's important to play uh, play a clean game. I think uh, to me, that's all this week's about, and and continue to grow on that that game one. Hey, went in there, took care of business, like you said. We knew we could have scored early. We knew we could have scored a lot. It was about executing uh, again. Sometimes maybe at a disadvantage with numbers, and, and still being able to execute. Yeah, and and I think we're going to get the same thing this week. Mm-hmm. And and uh, well, landscape of college football, Bray. Before we move on to high school a little bit, is crazy. I mean, what's your takeaway from first week? You know, the Colorado situation. Who ever yeah. thought Duke would outrun Clemson? I yeah. thought I'd never see the day of that. And had probably a more athletic team mm-hmm. than 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 Clemson. And then our boy Mike Norvell down there at Florida State. I mean, wow. Yep. So what what was your takeaway with uh, you know? It's funny looking at week one, and you look nine weeks mm-hmm. back on how things change. But 
Just yeah. what's your takeaway in college football week one? Uh, well, you know, it's exciting to see Coach Norvell and the success he's having. Uh, very, very good coach. You know, they've got talent down there. It's, uh, it's obviously a, an incredible program, but kind of where he, where it's been in the past lately and where it's headed is very exciting. No doubt. Hit the portal big, and mm-hmm. there's defensive linemen look like SEC oh, guys and, and, and the receivers. And, you know, just watching his team from last year, even two years ago, mm-hmm. what a great job getting in the portal and recruiting they've done. And, Yep. I don't see anybody touch them in the ACC. Excuse me, but but the but you know you never know. But it, we got a lot of ball to play, so no, they, they, look, they look good. And you know who else look good? Well, they, they always look good. Typically, uh, Oklahoma uh, yeah. versus an Arkansas State team that uh, you, you would think would be able to hold their own a little bit more yeah. than they did. Yeah, and th- and Arkansas State went a bit, little bit better, but mm-hmm. you know he didn't. Kind of go the Colorado style. Yeah. Venables did. He kind of kept them and where mm-hmm. they're at. And uh, you know he needs a good year too. And, yep. and uh, looks like they're off to a great start. Well, let's move on. Let's go on to high school. What it, you know going into week one this past week. Uh, I tell you what, and me and the mouth talked about this is Lakeside. Uh, <laughs> they've been our top ten game of the week the last two weeks. They go. To, go into the Lake Hamilton and beat Lake Hamilton with is an upset, go on the road or go to Russellville last week and beat Russellville. And they got Malvern this week. I'm a believer, you know, it's kind of Deion Sanders saying I'm becoming a believer. So let's bring coach Rockwell on from Lakeside. Uh, one of our BSN guests of the week. Let's bring him on. Well, coach Rockwell. Hey man, I tell you what, we've, we've had your team the last, well, even three weeks now, top 10 games of the week. And I'll be honest yeah. with you, I, I didn't pick you the first two weeks, and you've almost made a believer out of me. And uh, <laughs> just talk to me. You, you've come in there your first year, taking over Coach McBride. You were the defense scorer. You worked with him for a long time. You came in, and, you know, week zero, Lake Hamilton, and I'm sitting there, and the score keeps popping up. And I don't know if it's right or wrong. And, uh, and I, because I've seen Lake Hamilton over the years a bunch. And you guys went and go in, and that's just a huge win for you guys, you know, in that Hot Springs area. And uh, and then you got Russellville last week and go in and, and just play well. And it looks like you got some really nice D-backs, some skilled guys. Talk to me. Just talk to us about, about your team Did you, or this your expectation. Did you see this now? Or, or, or just talk to us a little bit. Talk to us. No, you know, uh, the expectation is always, you know, to go out and win. But, uh, you know, I was just, you know, as, as shocked as anybody, just just happy to get out on the field and, and prove to see how good we really were. You know, during the summer, you know, I could kind of see that we were going to have a good team, but I never wanted to say it. And uh, I would kind of go around to my coaching staff and I'd be like, man, do you think we got a good team? And they'd be like, I don't know. I think we do. And I was like... Well, we'll see the first two weeks because we got some. We had uh, really two good opponents. Of course, Lake Hamilton is the rivalry, and then um, I've I've worked with Coach Willer uh, before uh, when he was at Tech. I was his GA, and I know what type of ball club he's going to put together every year, year in and year out. So I I knew these first two weeks would be a a strong test. And then Malvern, of course, I've been a coordinator for a while. Every time we play Malvern, it's always a a good game, and they always got a good team that way. Well, and that thing goes back and forth, and, and you know they're coming off being four race state champions. I got a lot of people back. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Uh, matter of fact, the backs are BSN player of the week. He he broke Madre Hill's touchdown record. And if you're getting mentioned in the same uh, sentence as Madre Hill, you're probably a pretty good player. And, oh, yeah. And, and y'all, you've got to go over there. But, man, you got a lot of momentum. you got to feel good about it. Uh, talk to us about that matchup and how you feel about going into it. Yeah, you know, we, we feel good. Um, you know, it, they are the defending 4A state champions. But, you know, the, the one thing I always tell the kids about this Malvern game, they, they always give us a good showing. Uh, if if they had, you know, more depth, they'll be just as good or as better as a Camden. And that's who we open up with every year. You know, they got athletes uh, at the skill positions. They always got big linemen, you know, and they always got a good quarterback that can run. So they always get us ready for our 5A South uh, matchup with Camden when we play them. So, uh, you know, as far as the running back, you know, the Dupree kid, you know, he, he is really good. Um I saw him this summer um, at a little combine deal, and he put on probably about 15 pounds of muscle. So, you know, he he walked up to me and shook my head, and I was like, oh, my gosh, we got to play this kid. But, uh, you know, he's good. You know, um, now they they lost their quarterback. Uh, I think he signed with Arkansas Tech. He he was really, really good for them. Uh, You know, I've watched a lot of these kids grow up, um, you know, being defensive coordinator and scouting them all these years. And and, uh, Coach uh, Plumlee does a great job developing those guys. So it's going to be a tough matchup. You know, the the only good thing for us is we got them at home. So we got home uh, home field advantage. And uh, but it's going to be a a tough matchup for all four quarters. So, well, I tell you what, and I'll get you off here with this is being your conference. Boy, you start checking scores, you know, um, you know. Magnolia's rolling down there. You guys are rolling. But of course, Parkview. I mean, you know, Texas Canada, you know, Coach Outlaws yeah, doing some things down there. Hot Springs rolling. Yeah, Hot yeah. Springs. Daryl had a big victory over Arkadelphia the other night. And then and you talked about, you know, Nick, you know, they lost a one point game to Elderay. That's a big rival game. Man, top to mm-hmm. bottom, that league it's it's stacked. I think, you know, ain't no doubt toughest league in five A. And uh, boy, just tell me just after two weeks what you look at your league. And I mean, you don't have a crystal ball, but you know how it goes. You're looking, and it's one game. At I mean, if you're open up with Fairview, you ain't worried about nobody else but Fairview when you get right. to the of it. But but boy, your conference is stacked. Talk to us a little bit about your conference. Yeah, you know, and, and of course, you know, you you feel confident about winning the first two. Then you know, you got Malvern, which is tough, and you're like, well, man, if we can win that and go into the bye week, but then you start looking at your conference schedule, and you're like, that's dog, man, we we, we got a tough schedule. So yeah. you know, because well, you know, we open it up with Camden, and then we we got to go down to Magnolia, uh, which is always tough down there. So you know, and then Texas County, you know, we got to go down. I'm there we got to go back to back uh road games magnolia and texas Canada. so it, it's just tough uh but you know that's why you're in the business you yeah. know so and uh and that's why you play the game and and you know i try to tell the kids not to look at the schedule and look down the road but look at the work that we got to do every week and uh, and every day and, and that's what i try to focus on the work uh and, and if they can focus on the work and work hard then everything else will take care of itself well, Coach, we've been checking your work, and you're, you and your bunch been doing a good job. Hey, appreciate you coming on. We'll have you on again. I, I bet when y'all load up against Hot Springs, we'll probably have you and Daryl both on during that week. And uh, you got a lot of big games coming up. And hey, keep, oh, we do. You ball, you get the call from the coaches in the mouth. And hey, we we appreciate you coming on. Good luck to you the rest of the year. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. Uh huh. See you, Coach. Boy.
what what a great interview. Boy, he's got that program in his first year going in the right direction. I tell you, there's another big game, Bray, right up the road with this past weekend with Conway going on the road to Bentonville. Buck James' first game with the Wampus mm-hmm. Cats. Uh, actually got to watch a lot of that game in, on uh, live stream back and forth. Coach Grant and them got a powerful offense. So does Conway. Uh, Conway's very athletic and looked really good. And and uh, I know Coach Buck James is excited about getting his his first win. And and let's see what he has to say. Let's bring on Coach Buck James. Coach, you, you go to Bentonville last week. You know, huge game. You know. Everybody's predicting Bentonville to win the West up here is going to be a major contender in the state. They already had a game in their belt against Broken Arrow. You guys come in just back and forth, physical game, both sides. What did you see? How do you feel about coming out of that with that that going on the road at Bentonville, which is always tough to win? Talk to us about the win, but talk to me also about your progression of your football team. Well, it was a great win. You know, I, that is a, a really good football program. You know, from 7 through 12, they're well financed. They're very well coached. Uh, they got everything they need. Uh, and, and it's a big contest. You know, I mean, I, I told our kids and the press, everybody listening, I mean, it was a game for free. It wasn't for playoff implication. It wasn't for a conference championship. It wasn't for a state championship. It was just to measure where two good football teams are, are and, you know, we're glad that we came out with the win, but it could have been either way. It came down to a play or two, and uh, those guys never quit. They kept playing hard. You know, I'm proud of our guys. You know, I, you know, they got hit in the mouth. They tasted a little blood. They didn't run. They went back after them, and, you know, that's something that we haven't done a, a whole lot of at Conway. And uh, But, you know, we've had a lot of success. You know, Coach Temple had great success against uh, Bentonville here, and, you know, it was a good win for our football program. It was a a good start to the year, but uh, there's a lot of football to be played. There's, uh, you know, they're going to get better. Uh, hopefully we get better and, uh, you know, probably a t- couple teams that can meet each other later on in, in the year as well. Oh, I don't think there's any doubt about that. Uh, you know, you know Bentonville's going to be right there in the mix, obviously. Man, I, I really thought, you know, your quarterback played well. You threw it around well, made some major explosive plays. Mark does a great job. But I really zoomed in to your offense and defensive lines. I, that's where I wanted to really kind of see, uh, you know, I, I talked to Coach Fimple before you got there. He felt like, you know, really the you know centers and guards are really good and physical and things like that. Man, I really thought your offense and defensive lines, I'm not saying they play perfect, but there's a physical presence there. And uh, you ran the ball well, you know, got after the passer pretty well, lost contain a few times, but that guy's a great player. Talk to us what you saw with both of those groups. Well, you know, we, we only really returned one starter on offense and, and one starter on defensive line. And so it's a young group, but Coach Fimple's right. They're, they're talented. Uh, you know, they've gotten stronger. We still got a long ways to get strong. Hopefully by, you know, time we get to the playoffs, uh, uh, that we are a, a different looking football team. But, uh, you know, these guys have been in the weight room five days a week since I've been here. And, uh, you know, we're, we're making some games, but, uh, we're really not where we want to be and, and definitely not where we need to be. And, um, these guys understand that they, they've worked extremely hard. 
you know, the hardest thing in the world is be comfortable being uncomfortable. And that's sort of what happened to those guys uh, when they got out there is it uh, the length of uh, Bentonville, uh, the strength of Bentonville really took a toll on our guys. And uh, I think it, we disappeared a little bit because they were so big, strong, and physical that I think our guys were on the edge of saying, you know, uh, this might be too much. And then they came back and, you know, we made a couple plays. It energized them. Uh, they got opportunity to have some success, and then they went for it. And, you know, that's what I was proud to see. It, you know, it really was just who had the ball last is who was going to win that game. That's the way it turned out. And, you know, I have a lot of respect for their program. Uh, they're very well coached. They, uh, they've they really uh, up-tempoed their offense. They've really uh, sort of turboed it. it. It was a lot different looking offense than what we saw last year in the state championship game. Uh, I thought they were a much better offensive football team uh, Friday night than what I saw last year. And, and, and as they keep growing and keep getting better, um, you know, they're going to be really salty on offense. And, you know, I think uh, defensively that, you know, they it's just we made some plays. And uh, that I think that's what it came down to. I think both defenses were a little behind. I think they both got tired, uh, both young defenses uh, for the most part. And both teams will get better as the, as the year goes along, no doubt. But well, I tell you what, both sets of receivers, unbelievable. I mean, here's a set of receivers. Theirs are back and forth. Well, you're going this week. We got you got Springdale coming in. They're coming off a huge win over Farmington. You know, Bryce Brace coming there with that Harding triple option. You're you know, uh, you know Kenneth Chicks on defense over there. Basically, total different type of team. In a short week, especially with Labor Day and all that stuff going on, how did he have time to to get prepared for that? Well, it's almost impossible to get. You know, none of my coaches have really ever coached against. Yeah, it. so I, I mean, it's not like the players have ever seen it. None of the coaches have ever seen it either as a as a coach. Now they they played in those systems, but uh, it's a it's a a big task, and you know they've got. Their left side, of their offensive line looks like the Green Bay Packers. I mean, they've got some size. They've got some guys that can run. Uh, they block it about seven different ways. Uh, they're they're a good football. They're a much improved football team from last year, and uh, they have some speed. They can throw the ball a little bit, uh, you know, and they have tremendous size. And and trying to get ready for that really. Uh, you know, you, you have a, a Monday off of school and you try to practice in shorts and get everything done with that. And then you, you have a JV game on Tuesday and then we get wet bulb today and we have to do everything inside. So, you know, anything that can go wrong has go wrong, uh, gone wrong. And we've got to do a really good job of going out there and playing assignment football. Uh, you know, that's all we can do is we've got to clog gaps. We've got to play. We've got to be there when they pull it. We've got to be there when they pitch it. they got to be there when they give it. And, and then we've got to be able to defend the pass. And, you know, it might take us a minute to get used to it. And like I said, we've never seen it before. Our kids have never seen it before. And, uh, you know, and our coaches have never seen it before. So this will be a big test for our football team uh, to get ready for these guys and to be able to play at a high level. Well, it's very interesting. You played against Mike Malham at Cabot, and you could practice that stuff. I mean, it's a different offense, obviously, than what Springdale's run with the triple option. But it takes you a series two just for the speed because your scouts can't show you that that look during the week and and uh and that part. Well well, coach, we'll get you off here. I know you're just getting off the practice field. Congratulations on your win. We're gonna keep up with you. We'll have you back on and and uh hey man, keep up the good work. 
Hey, guys, I appreciate y'all having me on. means a lot. See you, Buck. All right, buddy. Thanks. All right, buddy. Thanks, man. Well, we're going to go to our BSN Player of the Week segment now With with here in a second with uh, Danny McEwen. Uh, man, he's had a tough choice this weekend. Shallow kid rushed for 400 yards. Uh, Malvern kid had a big game kid at, at mall mail, unbelievable game. Uh, a lot of great, great performances, but let's bring on Danny right now and is, uh, see who our BSN player of the week is. Danny, man, you had a tough choice this week. We, there's a lot of great candidates. Uh, we were getting hit on social media about some guys and, and, uh, and I'm glad I'm not the guy that makes that pick and with your committee, uh, but, uh, talk to us. Who's you can be included. I should be, I should be, uh, yeah. who is the BSN player of the week this week? Well, you're right. It was a tough one, man. There was even some games on Thursday night where he had some big performances and some, some big numbers all across the state, but, uh, narrowed it down to a young man from Malvern high school. So, you and I know you and I are the historians. So we think about Malvern High School and think about guys like Gerald Skinner and Tony Allison and Isaac Davis and Keith Trailer. And uh don't know if he played any football or not, but you know that's where Billy Bob Thornton went to high school. He's probably yeah. a kicker. Yeah. So <laughs> Malvern's put out some Malvern has put out some dudes, and the term dude applies right here. So our BSN Sports Arkansas player of the week is Malvern running back. Jalen Dupree. Jalen had uh, they had a big win over their crosstown rival there, the Glen Rose Beavers. Uh, Jalen had 25 carries for 257 yards, three touchdowns. They beat Glen Rose 44 to 13. But probably the biggest reason that we went with him is he broke a school record of a what I would call a Arkansas football icon. He broke the school touchdown record for career of Madre Hill Holy with his 60. Yeah. 68 touchdowns or 69 touchdowns. He was, he was behind Madre too. He just went ahead and beat him one and hey, we're in week one. So who knows where this record's going to end when this kid's done at the end of the season. Holy cow. I mean, you, you think about that, Danny. I mean, that guy still got what eight games to go, and he's already broke his record. <laughs> hey, so, and and play playoffs count towards the school record too. So, oh my, yeah, God. he may he may run the score up on Madre. I think so. Kind of do the Tom. Never Brady. thought I'd yeah. kind of do the Tom Brady push those rings and push those the records where they're going to be hard to be broken. I would have never That's thought right. anybody that, that broke Madre Hill's record. Good gracious. No. No, and you think about all the running backs besides Madre, the guys like Harold Harris and that they put over out over the years. And, you know, I got to see both of those guys play in person when I was watching Coach Alpy work. And uh this cat is for real. Uh I don't we don't we don't have any friends that coach at Colorado State, so I'm gonna go ahead and say this. He's committed verbally committed to Colorado State. He's way too damn good to play at Colorado State. <laughs> Somebody else is going to get this guy before the season's over. It's going to pick him off. Well, Danny, yes. uh, let's. You you saw some great football last week. I know you were down at Whitehall with at the Warren Whitehall game. Yes. Where where are we looking at to go this Friday? Well, there's a lot of really good games, but this Friday night I got one circled when I put my schedule together right off the bat. As far as I'm concerned, there's only one game this Friday night, and that's uh, when the Parkview Patriots go to Saline County to take on the Bryant Hornets. 
Well, I will I, stand. I'm gonna stand underneath the goalpost and be neutral like Switzerland because I got too many friends on both sides of the field. Well, but I wouldn't miss it. It's gonna be an outstanding game. I, I believe the mouth, the mouth picked the the, the Parkview Patriots, and so did Grandma Na. Uh, oh God, Coach Williams. He all summer long I was gonna take the Patriots all summer long. I've been scheduling this. And I've changed my mind at the last minute, and I went with Bryant because it kept saying nobody has beat those guys. Nobody has beat those guys. But I think yeah. you're going to see a heck of a heck of a football game, you know. And and I think if you know depth wise, you got to go Bryant. But but on the other hand, if you put the top eleven on both sides out there at one time, man, there ain't much difference. Yeah, yeah. You know those guys have team camped against each other for. Some many summers in a row, they're real familiar with each other. But I think you're right when they roll out there and, and they're 11 on 11, it's good on good. And uh, depth might be the deciding factor, I don't know, but I think it's going to be a heck of a high school football game. Oh, but anyway, you, and you got to, you know, because Buck was there, quad too, but but Buck and Brad playing this game, you know, they, they don't have to play each other. and. And I yeah. know Brad's doing it to get his teams ready for the playoffs. Bryant's also, because, you know, Parkview, I'd say they might be the second, third best team in the state right now if you looked at a lot of rankings. So be interesting. Hey, have fun with that Friday night. Uh, we look forward to seeing you next week. And uh, congratulations. Man, that, that's unbelievable. He broke that record at Malvern. Madre yeah. yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Uh, the, run, the runner-up for player of the week this week is uh, – my buddy, Coach Bray Cook, for being 2-0. Pea Ridge Blackhawks are flying high. Congratulations. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. And they're going into Huntsville uh, this week and, and uh, finishing up their their non-conference regular season, getting ready for the conference. So everybody's everybody's on a high note, and some people on a low note, and some people are just in between. So that's what makes it fun. <laughs> everything. So I like it. Good, good to see you. Hey, we'll have you on next week. Sounds good. Thanks, Coach. All right, buddy. Take care. Well, we're going to bring on our the Triple Crown guy, Derek, here. And, uh, boy, he had some great picks last week, you know, besides, you know, the LSU Florida State, which I, nobody thought the, the margin of that victory. And uh, he's been pretty hot in some baseball and things. Let's bring him on here. Let's bring on the Triple Crown man himself, Derek Brazil. Let's bring him on and uh, see what he's got for us this week. Whoa. Well, Mr. Triple Crown, Derek, last week, you, you got some good picks for us this week. We've already talked to you. Last week, yep. we, we started off great. You hit the hogs and everything was going good until the Florida State LSU game. Talk to me. Just go through that process and then how you refeed off that. Yeah, so, uh, yes, yeah, so we were doing two last week on the four plays I gave you guys. It was a good lesson for me, right? And the lesson I thought about was, it's not always good to bet the marquee games to make money, <laughs> right? I mean, try to do it to have something to watch and stuff like that, which, you know, that's that's part of it. But, you know, LSU, man, they the first half, they after the first half, they shut down. And, hell, they couldn't score when they got inside the red zone. So, and, you know, after, after I had that Zoom with you guys last week and we were talking, I was reading more and more and – one thing that kept coming back was LSU's D-backs, right? And I think they completely got those two receivers, Coleman, and I can't even remember their 14th name, but they exposed them bad. 
right? And so, um, and then honestly, I think LSU just gave up in the second half. Um, if anything, if you see a team give up, that was a team giving up. But OSU, I had minus 21 and they hit minus 20. Yeah. Uh, and to be honest, that game with them being number three in the nation, they didn't look like a number three team well, in the nation to me. I, I, I listened to the herd a little bit, and, he, and I was saying the same thing. Well, they could not, they're, they're, I didn't like their offensive line. I didn't like any of their offense. You know, they, they don't look like they run the ball. They got all these skilled guys, couldn't get it to them. And, and you can't get the ball to Marvin Harrison. How do you not do that? <laughs> You know, and there's and people and people can get doubled. There's ways to get people the ball. I mean, but but I'm not. Right. But that's why I'm sitting there talking to you, and I'm not making five million dollars at, at as Ohio State head coach either. But anyway, it, but, it, well, yeah. But, and then we hit the Arkansas game. You yeah. know, minus twenty seven. That was easy. And then the Clemson Duke. I you know I think I was pretty spot on there. I wasn't going to yeah. take that line. I think Duke surprised everybody. But you know the under definitely hit, which we definitely hit. we we're all over that. But rolling into this week, uh, Jeff, we have uh, – I laid out three college games that I'm really confident in and then uh, and then parlaying those. And then since this is inaugural week of kickoff of NFL, I gave a five-team parlay that I think is going to be hard not to hit uh, that's going to pay really good odds. So I'll roll into the college real quick. So my first pick of the day, um, and it kind of – don't even look right on paper, to be honest. And those are the ones you really got to look at is Utah at Baylor, minus seven and a half. I mean, hell, Baylor lost to uh, Texas State or somebody like that last week. Yeah, and their quarterback is out. Yeah, right. I mean, their quarterback's out. They don't <laughs> – this is going to – and I, I watched the uh, Utah and Florida game, and Utah looked pretty damn good And uh, from a defensive perspective. And so looking at that game – um. I really think Utah. I'm the, the line is minus seven and a half, and it's going up daily. Um, so I, what I'm going to do is I'm going to shove that down to six and a half to get it in the touchdown because Utah's they don't score a lot of points, and so I'm going to get it back down to where I, I think they're going to win comfortably by a touchdown. Um, but that's what I'm going to do on that game. Uh, the next game I have up is um, Notre Dame at North Carolina State, and look, no, Notre Dame's already played two games. They they crushed Navy, and then I think they played Tennessee State last week, and both games they gave up three points. North Carolina State, you know, they beat uh, UConn, I think, who they, who they ended up beating, which, I mean, I was looking at this. I think uh, Notre Dame's defense is pretty good, and North Carolina State's offense, if they stop that quarterback from running, they're going to they're gonna really struggle. So – I'm going to take Notre Dame uh, minus a touchdown there, minus seven. Um, and then the last game, <laughs> I'm kind of jumping on the hype train here, right? And I actually had this game. I just didn't give it to you guys last week is um, Colorado. So I think Dion coming uh, with them coming back to Colorado, there's a lot of hype, a lot of stuff they've got to live up to. They've got Nebraska there. Um, and I feel like um, – I feel like Colorado is going to step it up and and win this game. The line is minus two and a half, and uh, I'll take minus two and a half with Colorado after seeing the offense. Now, what scares me in that game is Colorado's defense is pretty bad. They gave up like five. They talk about how many yards they got, but they gave up 540 yards, <laughs> right, a total offense. So you parlay those three together, not with the points, but you parlay them with the money line, 
and you're going to get a two to one odds, put a hundred, you win 300, put 10, you win 30. Um, so I think, uh, I think that's the uh, best bets on the day. There's a couple other games that are intriguing, like central Florida. Um, and, um, and then the Ole Miss Tulane game. And I just don't know what to expect out of Tulane Ole Miss, like put up Buku's of points this week. So those are two of the games I'll probably scatter in and play. Um, you know, Central Florida, uh, they look pretty damn good against who we're playing this week, right? Mercer, um, which if that tells you anything, I think the Hogs will probably, probably cover as well. We just got some running back problems. So that is, um, the college slate. Those are the three teams, uh, or three games I really like. Yeah. Well, um, over the week of uh, yeah. the NFL too coming on, and which I <laughs> think is really difficult. But what's what's your thought here with the first week of the NFL, which is always hard? You don't ever know. It's always hard. And if you'd have told me last year that I was going to be sitting at the first week of the NFL, and these are the five games I'm going to mix and match and some parlays, if you told me I was going to be picking Washington as a team, I would have said you're crazy. But Washington, you know, with the, with uh, the Kansas City coordinator going over there and also um, that new quarterback, Sam Howe, I think he, they look pretty good. And that new that new t- uh, offense that they put in, I watched them a couple preseason games, and they got Arizona at Washington. And so Arizona's pitiful, right? And so I will take Washington all day in that one, and you're actually getting some pretty good odds there. Um, and I'm going to play these straight-up money line. Okay. Um, but the point spreads aren't that bad. They're like two and a half, three points. Um, the next one is Houston at Ravens. I'm taking the Ravens all day. We got a new offense coordinator. Uh, they're healthy, finally, I think. And I think Lamar and that offense too much for Houston. I'm going to take the Jags at the Colts. And, you know, I think Jags are a team that I think Trevor Lawrence could be really, really good this year. Uh, he's got Calvin Ridley that everybody kind of forgets about because he – Got in trouble for gambling, you know, fifteen hundred bucks or something like that. But I think the Jags is an easy pick on on a Sunday, um, and and then the Seahawks at home against the Rams. I'm going to take the Seahawks. Rams are struggling. Cooper Cup's hurt. Um, you know who knows when he's going to be back. Um, Seahawks actually last year I kind of was laughing laughing when they put Geno at quarterback, but they've got so many damn weapons with Lockett and Kendall Walker and Metcalf. I mean they're 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 gonna they're gonna win that one pretty easily. And then the last game I had was Eagles at the Patriots. Eagles all day. Eagles defense is gonna be too good. I know a lot of people, you know, Belichick gets a lot of respect, um, and that line is actually not that bad. And so if you parlay those five games together, which there's no reason any of those teams should lose, it's thirteen to one, right? And so for a ten dollar bet, you win one hundred one hundred forty bucks, or you clear one hundred thirty. For a hundred dollar bet, you're gonna make thirteen hundred. So it's uh, something I highly recommend. I think it's on week one, looking at the games and looking at what we've got and who's healthy from an NFL perspective. I think it's a really fun play. Well, before I get you off here, is did you do a Super Bowl pick from the beginning? Put some money on the, you know, who you think? Did you do any of that? Yeah, you know. So I, I did. I do. I did some future bets. And the one future bet that I really like to do is I um, I really think from a Super Bowl perspective that the Eagles have a really good chance of getting there um, uh, from the NFC side. Um, you know, last year, I really, though, if you ask me, I thought 49ers, if, you know, if they didn't lose their quarterback, <laughs> I mean, hell, Chris McCaffrey playing quarterback, I thought that they were going to uh, be the team that was going to give Kansas City a run. 
But I think the Eagles this year, that's my pick. But I went through, and I'll tell you, a really fun bet. And this is a bet you can do in Oakland anywhere. You can do it on any of these websites. It's good. Just go pick the – there's eight, there's eight conferences in NFL football. You can do this today. You go pick the winner of each conference. And I was doing it with my dad, and I told my brother, I said, hey, pick eight teams. I'll pick eight teams. You can pick uh, eight teams with a $10 bet. And for if you pick all the favorites, it pays you $2,000. So you can imagine if you go through there and mix in some teams like, hey, they say the chart, you know, the Chiefs don't make it. The Chargers make it, right? Well, all of a sudden, you're going to make $8,000. And so if you want some real cool lottery ticket, go pick the divisional winners in the football. And run a couple different tickets, right? Run a couple different ones. I mean, you look at the NFC North, you got is Detroit going to win? I don't know. Packers going to be back? I don't know. I mean, my pick was Detroit. Uh, but the Vikings, hell, they were pretty good last year. And so I think if you're going to play a future bet, don't worry so much about playing all the way to the Super Bowl. Try to hit one of those uh, where you hit every conference winner because it pays a lot more. Let me put you on the spot then. AFC East, yeah. that's one I, I – I can see that going either way. I mean, I, I could see yeah. the Jets winning. I can see them coming in last. I could, you know, I can see the, the Dolphins. Well, the Dolphins win it. Yeah, I can see the Dolphins, <laughs> yeah. I, you know, the Bills. You know, are they in, got any better than last year? You know, uh, who, who, do, who do you like in the AFC East? I, I mean, I have a lot of tickets. Like, I got probably 10 of these, right? <laughs> and because they pay off really well if you hit them. But uh, the Bills, I mean, I think the Bills, yeah. just, they've got, at some point, they're going to have to break through. I really was concerned that I thought that they missed a good opportunity of going to get a running back with Hunt yeah. and, you know, you get Deke and then, I mean, hell, Johnson Taylor. I mean, I really thought they were going to go get a really good running back. And then there was all the talk about them getting D-Hop. But I think the Bills, the Bills is who I'm picking. I think the Jets, that's going to be a good game of money, not football, Jets <laughs> and, and Bills. Uh, but I don't know what to think about Aaron Rodgers yet. You know, I know he's got some really good receive, really good receivers, and their defense is supposed to be really good. But I mean, hell, look at Miami. Miami has yeah. Waddle and Hill. Why didn't they go? I mean, they're trying to get Johnson Taylor. If they get Johnson Taylor, that's a totally different ball game. Yeah, and it, 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 that division is is crazy. All right, last question. I'll get you off here. Cowboys. Right. No, that's my team. It is uh, yeah, and then they break the Giants. This week. Yeah, got the Giants. What do you see in that ball game? Because the Giants kind of scare me. Because I think they got a really good coach Daniel. You know they 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 got but they've added some parts. I think they drafted well also, and everybody just forgot it. You know they were in the playoffs and they were kind of non factor. Yep. Everybody's forgot about them. What do you see in the Cowboys Giants game? I mean, no doubt I would play the 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 uh, Cowboys. I don't got the line in front of me, um, but just straight up, I think my. Uh, uh, money line, I would definitely take the Cowboys. Cowboys got a lot of offensive weapons. I mean, what I'm worried about on the Giants is, can you name one of their receivers? No. Besides their tight end? <laughs> exactly. Right. That's what I'm worried about is I just, if you still look about the, the Cowboys offense, they've got, they've got Land, they've got Gallup. I mean, they've got the Cooks guy now. I mean, Pollard is an incredible back out of the backfield. I mean, probably one of the most athletic defensive linebackers in the, in the NFL is Michael Parsons. And so, if Dak can't get it done, with you know this year, then there's going to be some problems for him. I think. <laughs> I think they're already making moves on that. But um, with that, I, there's, I would say Cowboys all the way. I was even the cover. If it's over, if it's a touchdown, the Cowboys are going to cover that. Gotcha. Well, 
Appreciate it. Hey, look forward to having you on next week, man. We'll get get hot here right. and everything. We're going to get hot. We're going to get hot. <laughs> well, well done. Well done. Hey, good to see you, Derek. Hey, bottom line, tell everybody how they can find you and find your picks. Yeah, no problem. So Instagram or um, Facebook, look up Triple Crown. Uh, it's actually Triple Crown Thoroughbreds on there. Um, uh, if you if you want specific picks, then just uh, message me. But after that, we're starting a new TikTok channel. And uh, hopefully in the next few episodes, I'll, I'll be able to share that with you. And then that's where you're going to be able to actually purchase the picks. And then, of course, Oakland, during the horse racing season, um, I sell the pink tip sheet called Triple Crown Thoroughbreds. Uh, best pick sheet at the track. Promise you that. You'll have a good time. At least have a lot of free uh, beer money. So. There you go. There you go. Well, appreciate you having you on. Hey, we'll see you, see you next week. All right. See you, man. Thank see you. Man. Take care. Well, let's go to our picks again. Uh, man, I tell you what, well, I went six and four. Uh, the mouth went six and four. The grandma and I went three and seven. There were some tough games this week. We're going to start from the bottom to the top and, uh, let's hit our picks. The first you've got the mouth. He's out on assignment. So you're going to be filling in here. He sent you his picks and he, he is looking for some revenge. He was not happy about a mm-hmm. six and four record last week. We got Lake Hamilton, Little Rock Christian. This is a very interesting game. Lake Hamilton beat Little Rock Christian last year. Little Rock Christian's coming off a, a loss to Shiloh. Uh, week zero, Lake Hamilton had a loss to Lake Lakeside, so they're both coming in one-on-one. Who's the mouth have? The mouth has Little Rock Christian bouncing back for the win. Well, I tell you what, I am going to go with Little Rock Christian myself. I, I just think they've got too much offense, firepower, and I think Lake Hamilton's a young football team but a good football team. Uh, Grandma and I is going with Lake Hamilton. Going down to two-way. This is a couple of teams we talked about a whole bunch. Carlisle at Cross Cross County. We talked about the transfers that come in from Cross County. Carlisle is, uh, you know, defending state runners up. Grandma and I is going with Cross County. Who's the mouth have? Going Cross County. Coach Williams is going with Cross County also. Going on the road here, going down South Arkansas, we got Crossit at Star City. Crossit's got one of their better players out for most of the game. Should be back in by the fourth quarter. Uh, traveling down to Star City, Grandma Nas taking Star City. I'm going to take Crossit. And who does who does the mouth have? He's going to Star City as well. Going to Star City. I'm going to go with Crossit. It's hard for me to pick against Coach Vereen down there. Sure. Star City does a great job. But I, I just think Crossit's got a little bit some power firepower let's move on this is a weird game and you'd never thought this game would ever even how these two got together two big programs uh 5a program with luke vaughn down at camden fairview they are traveling to boonville they might need to leave on wednesday and that's you know that's a long ways to go boonville beat out dominated ozark last week fairviews just coming off a one loss a one point loss to uh to rival el dorado last week who does the mouth have in that game? Mouth is going uh, Fairview. Grandma Na is going with uh, the Bearcats in Boonville, and I'm going to go with Fairview. Just think they got a little bit more fire, firepower. Mm-hmm. Next one, and we talked to Coach Rockwell a little bit about this. He feels pretty good about this. Defending 4A state champions, Malvern, headed to Lakeside. Who does the mouth have? Give me Malvern. Going with Malvern. Grandma Na is going with Lakeside. Coach Williams is going to pick against Lakeside for the third straight time, and hopefully I'm right this week. Uh, I'm going to go with Malvern also. 
Next game, Charleston at Ozark. Uh, Ozark got beat last week by Boonville. Charleston's defending three A state champions. Uh, who does the mouth have? Give me Ozark. Going with Coach Burns and Ozark. Grandma Nas going with Ozark, and Coach Williams is going with Ozark. This is a very interesting game here. Uh, watched Whitehall last week. Man, they got a great running back. I mean, they got some skilled guys. They coming off a tough defeat against uh, Warren. Warren came back, scored late, won the game. Uh, Mom Mel, Coach Moffitt's got it going on there, and they've got some great athletes. Mom Mel at Whitehall. Who does the mouth have? Going to Whitehall. Coach. Going Whitehall. Grandma Nas going with Whitehall. Coach Williams is going with Whitehall also. All right, big game here. The Fordyce Red Bugs headed to the Prescott Curly Wolves. Mm-hmm. Uh, who does the mouth have? Fordyce. He's going with Fordyce. Grandma Nas is going with Fordyce. Coach Williams is going with the Curly Wolves. I think the Curly Wolves uh, traditionally have, uh, man, they just do a great, great job down there. Uh, Rivercrest at Valley View over in Northeast Arkansas. Rivercrest got beat last night, week by Mills. Uh, Valley View, <coughs> excuse me, is. Uh, is one and one lost to Harding County week zero big game here. Rivercrest is loaded with talent. Uh, Rivercrest at Valley View. Who's the mouth hat? Valley View for the win. Valley View for the win. Grandma Nas taking Valley View. Coach Williams is taking the Rivercrest Colts, baby, all the way. All right, biggest game of the of the of the week, obviously. And this is a game we've been waiting on all year. Mm-hmm. Little Rock Park View at Bryant. Bryant has Oof. beat the number one team in the state in Missouri last week. Pretty much dominated. Uh, Park View's dominated Harbor Week Zero. Uh, they have been getting ready for this game. You know, if you take both teams, both eleven on both sides of the ball, man. There's a lot of talent on the field, and offense and defense. Who is the mouth taking? Coach, he's going with Parkview. Going with the upset in Parkview. Grandma Nas going with this. And Coach Williams is going to go with Bryant just mm. on the fact that uh, somebody's got to beat those guys sometime sure. and nobody's done it. So I'm going to stay with the safe pick. I still think Parkview, this should be, if you go to that game, you're going to get your $5 worth. Yes. So there's our, our picks of the week. I tell you what, uh, Man, this has been a lot, lot of fun. Look for a Razorback game this coming Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, you know, just a lot of good football going on. Just a lot of good football, and uh, in that part of it, well, let's get off here. We've we've ran through this show. Make sure you like and subscribe. Bray, tell us everybody where they can find us. Coach, we are on YouTube, Coaches of the Mouth. We are on X at Coaches Pod, TikTok, Instagram, all the good stuff. Give us a follow. Give us a like. Um, those are huge for us. We're looking for those subscriptions. Especially, especially on X. We're about right there. We hey, can, we can start doing we're almost about, 11 people away. 11, if we can't money. get 11 followers, we're, we're in trouble. Come on. We need Come a little on. help here. So, well, Hey, tune in next week. Hey, a lot of more exciting football, you know, BYU mm-hmm. after the hogs game, we'll recap that next week. And, and, uh, the Kent State game and looking forward, you know, Hogs starting to get in some competition. Yep. You know, 6A this week's getting into the conference play and, and, and that part of it. So, well, tune in next time for Jeff Williams, Bray Cook, for the coaches in the mouth. See you next time.